Welcome back to the Doctor Who Flashcast. I'm Jason Snell, and we are talking about Spyfall Part 2, the second episode of this season of Doctor Who, and I am joined by another guest from Scotland. It's Elizabeth Miles of the Verity Podcast and many other podcasts, too. Hello. Hello. It's good to have you here. Uh, and again, I, w- I just want to say... Uh, we didn't watch Sleep No More this time, so we're it's very true. We're ahead it's very true. on this yeah. al- already. So uh, coming in the middle of the action, last week I talked to James Thompson, and it was very much, or last week, it was like four days ago, four days ago we talked to James Thompson's part one. Who knows what will happen in part two? Um, but we got we got all the answers, I guess, or all the answers the show was willing to give us this week with, with part two. And mm-hmm. I have questions for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm just going to not told there was a quiz. Oh involved. no, no! This is this is the good. This is good proper classic Doctor Who question for you, which okay, is, I my knowledge of the John Pertwee era is poor. Mm-hmm. I I think I've seen it all once, but that's it. Um, the yes, Tisk to me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I that's a joking. So tisk. that that and, and having just seen. Uh, the rise of Skywalker, and uh, really, although the the um, the last Jedi is like this too, the fact yeah. that I, I'm not without spoiling anything, you could have a couple of powerful uh, characters who have a, a mental connection and communicate with with each other over distance. So when the Doctor and the Master do a contact and then yes. have a conversation telepathically, that yes. that is, and and the line is, I can do it old school, right? And yeah, I yeah. vaguely remember that the Doctor and the Master did that in the. Pertwee Delgado era, right? No, wrong. No? <laughs> no. They didn't do mental do want, contact connections with one another? No. Or, no. Okay, do the, do, what, you, want, do what, you want me to explain it? Is it the three doctors? What's the reference here? It is It is the three doctors. Uh, it's the That's three the doctors. first time they do contact, contact, contact. Okay. They also do it in the five doctors. And they How also do I re- in I Deadly Assassin. It might be de- um, I Deadly don't remember Assassin. It from the five doctors. You'd think I'd remember that because I thought I had that one memorized. They, they do it at the end. Oh, I was when right. It's the Bruce per- is coming towards them. I suppose so. And the, they're like, they all no, no, they, join hands and. Yes. Well, no, they don't show hands. They hmm. say the contact They thing. just contact. The other time where it is established that Time Lords are a little bit telepathic and uh, the other time, the time with the Doctor and Master where that's relevant is is the deadly assassin a bit mm-hmm. and because uh, he seems to be anticipating what's going on. And Legopolis, where he's like, in many ways, we have the same mind. Ah, uh, yes. So, um, yeah. So that, that yeah, it, it's and it's really God. I love that. I love that scene so much. I love the tapping of the heartbeats. I love the tension. I love their faces and their conversation. Mm-hmm. Everything about that bit was perfect. And speaking of Legopolis, we Yo. get we get the direct reference in this one, <laughs> uh, which is, did I ever apologize for that? No. Good. <laughs> Oh God, that was another perfect bit. It made me so happy, and it's and it's interesting to call it um, Jodrell Bank, which is a real place, right? But in Legopolis, it's the Pharos Project, so it means that if you're if you're a big Doctor Who fan, you'll know uh, that they mean the Pharos Project. But if you're not, then you if you're British may probably know what Jodrell Bank is. Well, and they must radio telescopes. They must be synonymous in Doctor Who world. I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. Now. I thought, it's I canon it just, now. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. The Furious Project at Jodrell Bank, just, maybe. Yeah. 
That's right. Yeah. Sort of a sponsorship like, oh, deal. Oh, yeah. That I am so cheap for old school references like that, especially when it's old school Doctor Master. Yep. And the reference to "Ooh, I can do classic too" because he was doing his classic "Ooh, I'll shrink people" thing, and it was huh? just like, oh god, the going in casual murder. That was so Italy as well. Yep. It was. Oh man. I sorry. Every scene with the Doctor Master in, in this. I was basically going, I was, I was making, not making a high pitched noise, but I wanted to, but if I did that, then I wouldn't hear the dialogue. So there are things about this episode that I really like and things that Mm -hmm. I don't like. The master is way up on, like at the top of the list of the things I like. Oh, thank goodness. I I like about this. I'm really scared. I'm going to find someone who doesn't love Sasha Dwan's. He's so, he's so good. And he so gives me a roger delgado feel to him i i I don't know what it is but it's just like he's just evil but also kind of dignified with his evil i love it i think i think i got that definitely got that vibe from from missy as well a lot of the time especially later on but he's doing it he's doing it in a few i feel like a slightly different way Mm -hmm. that still completely works for me and there's like every scene he has um I feel like I could go through it with each of his shots by shot, commenting on his facial expression. There's, especially up in the Eiffel Tower, there are some beautiful things of the things he's just saying, every sodding line, like with the I know you don't, the sort of arrogance and casual contempt and yet slight amusement because he knows the doctor's going to find out sort of thing, mixed with mixed with anger or an excitement and the the childish glee and oh that that blank look on his face where he's like why would it stop just like not understanding why the doctor doesn't understand that it's not going to stop this right. is what he does just oh god I lo- yeah he's magnificent yeah i think so good. really good performance uh and just enjoyable to watch well written lots of references in there if you yeah. look for them the shrinking of the people uh he says at one point i'm doing what i was made for which is killing yeah. killing people and he has the doctor kneel and call him master kick out of it as well mm-hmm. i think often you get um I, I remember back in the day there was uh, some silly, what I consider to be silly criticism of of uh, the master, and that why doesn't he just kill the doctor? It's like it's, it's obvious why not. He's 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 um they've had a bad breakup, or I suppose you can do now the Missy thing. We are beyond friendship, but he doesn't really want to kill the doctor. Right. That's just that's just the way to get attention, as is just spelt out here. But we get the sense here, I think maybe more so than any of the others, that he's just he's really having fun with his schemes. They are delighting right. him. I think I think the master would feel that it would be tragic if the doctor actually yeah. died in one of these things. But I, he wants the master, he or when Missy, she wants the doctor to be in peril. And it's almost like a test. A lo- it's loving, but it's like a test of like, well, you should be smart enough to figure your way out of this. one. Yeah. So it, it's not, it- never a foolproof plot. It's always a, a yeah. plot that could be figured the doctor should be able to get out of it because that's part yes. of the, the game. It's part of the play. Yeah, hence, hence his extreme anger. The doctor trying to sonic the bomb. It's like, that's just stupid. Yeah. Why are you patronizing me by thinking I wouldn't have stopped you doing that? Um, but yeah, God. So yeah, one perfect part of the episode. Yeah. The other oh, one the, is... The, they, um, oh, I, I wanted to mention the telegraph, uh, the telegraph uh, sound of drums to heartbeat yeah. thing was yeah. a nice yeah. modern master callback Reference. that i also appreciated yes. we didn't yeah, that, and they didn't say oh and he was driven mad by this no it's just no you, it's there if you remember yeah. it 
And it's like, yeah, it's there if you remember. And if you don't, they explain it to say the sound of a double heartbeat. Right. And it's just, and it's also, that sort of, that remains like one of those moments in New Who that just gives me shivers. I don't know if you remember the, the, um, trailer for the third season where we get the master in the cabinet room tapping with his finger on uh-huh. it and that was and just to call back to that i get i get like serious shivers okay so what was That's, the what was the other thing you were going to say another another um, great thing oh yeah uh, look i i love jodie as the doctor and yeah. i'm so glad that in these two episodes i feel that she had better material to work with and her scenes with uh sasha dewan that was just she was magnificent in them she just really it felt like she had just risen her game thingy-me-jiggery um and i felt that that was the best stuff she's given us so far she does magnificent things i i absolutely love how she her contemptuous roll of the eyes when he tells her to kneel like he's she's pandering to this utterly childish bullshit from him mm-hmm the, and there's there's the intensity and the anger and the that, that the thing where she's like we used to be friends man why why do you have to do this like a kind of vibe that's behind the the uh, anger and determination yeah, it's like i used to enjoy playing with you but now i'm just tired of it and you won't mm. stop yeah playing yeah, that and it's oh man i, I love that stuff i, I like her, her for it. when he's in his full nazi regalia at the top of the eiffel tower and she says look this this is low even for you <laughs> being in that outfit i i really enjoyed that like like come on have some standards man yeah yeah it's all it's good yeah i think um i really enjoy her in this she picks up a little posse of uh <gasps> famous women in yeah. history along the way um which which i also enjoyed uh ada lovelace uh and then she picks up uh noor uh khan yeah um and the the british spy who i had never heard of but is also awesome yeah never heard oh wow us uk thing well i don't think she's as well known as she should be but certainly i like to think that her profile's risen like in the past 10 20 years stuff because she's also uh she was british muslim uh, as well as being the first uh, woman dropped in to tap the doodah thing. Um, that was, I loved her. I loved her. Oh God, I loved her interactions with Ada. I love that the doctor acquires this historical posse and that it leaves so much room for the companions to have their own storyline to work right. as a team to see how they are without the doctor and feel like they've learn stuff and develop and it also gave the doctor space as well um that was one of the bits that i really didn't like though it was it was pretty it was pretty uh, pretty i don't know gross was um leaving uh khan with a a, a bon chance uh when uh, about a year later i think she's gonna end up in dachau and be shot oh. and that was that was that did not work at all that was kind of ick well, that's I, I mean, so as much as I liked having her her little squad there and I was going to say mm-hmm. one of the things that I really liked in this episode also on my list of the things I really liked is mm-hmm. the idea that the doctor is stranded in the past in 1834 and she's yeah. got this she's got this plan of using the glowing white aliens who are the Kasavin, 
I guess is their name. Cassavi, Cassavan, um, yeah, something like I'll, that. I'll go with what you said. It's a cassava. Uh, it's a m- sort of melon. Uh, they're melons, basically. So uh, I think cassavin is what I got out of it. Anyway, they uh, she uses them and the fact that they have this. They're kind of like their portals to other to their own realm, and then you can go to their other places in time because she figures out that they're spread across the multiple Earths she saw last week or four days ago. Part one mm-hmm. are are uh, are different time zones on the Earth, and so. I thought that was a very clever way that the doctor has found a way to move through time to try and find her way back to the 21st century. And it doesn't really, it doesn't really work, but, uh, but I enjoy that. That's like, this is how she picks up her, her new kind of group along the way as she's hopping from time zone to time zone. I liked, I liked that. What I didn't like, and I'm sure Mm -hmm. some people are going to be very angry about is we got the, we got the double Donna at the end here where the doctor says to both, Ada and Noor, I'm going to erase your memory of me uh, because yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have to protect the timeline. It's not as big as it is with Donna in, you know, when David Tennant does it, but still uh, Ada Ada d- explicitly does not give her consent, and yeah. the doctor just says, "No, I I have to do this." Yeah, that yeah. was that was just like, why? Why can't you just have them? You know, she says, "I need to protect the timeline." Let, let just let them say yes, and the right. problem solved. It doesn't it, 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 let her persuade them. It, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's more um, tolerable to me because it does have the this will destroy the timeline. These are these are women who had a, an effect on history. You know, things will be altered. But yeah, there was there was no need to play it like that, and it was a yeah because one of them was like. Most in you, is indeed that Donna mm-hmm. moment, and uh, and this was like an echo yeah, of that, an, right? An, 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 yeah, an ugly echo of it, which uh, you yeah. know just just sour, soured it a little now, for me as well. Now, one of my complaints about this episode. I feel like there are aspects of the architecture of the kind of evil scheme that are really blown past very quickly. Oh, and, oh are you you have comments about the plot? Yeah, well, <laughs> I just I feel like I need to mention now. It seems the Kasavin have their plan which is then sort of subverted by the master and one of the things that i really love (laughs) is that moment where uh, the doctor realizes that um the master assumes (laughs) that this alien race that's been plotting over multiple timelines to invade our dimension and take over the the earth um he assumes that he's got them under his thumb and the doctor realizes (laughs) you really you really don't they are (laughs) acting in their own self-interest and you you have no idea why i uh, why i disappeared because you don't know how they work you don't really care yeah, which is a great yeah. fatal you know master it's, kind of flaw right yeah it's absolutely perfect the only flaw and the, the only flaw in the plot as far I, as far as i'm concerned is that they did not have to work together to do sides at the end to defeat the aliens yeah. that's that's my one flaw in the plot <laughs> well, what's yours well, I, i'm not saying it's a flaw as much as i i feel like i i think if you went through the script or if you watched this episode several times i'm sure everything lines up but a lot of it is uh, just sort of perfunctorily blasted through. And I, I, I'm not entirely clear because having only seen it one time, it seems like the Kasavin's plot originally before the master messed it up was to highlight important people in certain timelines, including technology people. 
and mm-hmm. and then they would be able to sort of subvert them and they could control Earth's uh, technology or take control of all of the Earth's technology by controlling the people who are uh, involved. And so that's why Ada Lovelace, that's why Noor Khan is there. That's why there's a, at one point there's that picture of like various faces and I saw Steve Wozniak in there and I said, you guys can have him. He's fine. He's not that important. Um, but uh, <laughs> and, and so that's that seems to be their original plot. And then the master kind of subverts it to do one of these typical master schemes, which is what if we just overrode everybody's DNA and everybody's a hard drive and that'll kill all the people on Earth and then I'll double cross everybody. And, you know, it's like (laughs) this is so well, this is my point is the parts of the episode that are trying to deal with the structure of the plot are the Mm -hmm. things I like the least. And that that sorry to Lenny Henry, but not only is he was he a red herring in episode one and therefore is kind of doesn't have much to do except that one long speech he gives about technology, which I feel like would have been a very insightful, cutting bit of social commentary 12 15 years ago but now i feel like i've heard you know oh you you all (laughs) pressed agree and your technology is didn't russell t davis do this exact same thing in rise of the cybermen i mean it feels very familiar is what i'm saying we did we did all have um what's her name in our home then so this is completely that's true don't say her name don't say her name or she appears we can't say her her name name. uh But 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 that so that so like as much as I like Lenny Henry, I feel like he is in the unfortunate position of having to be the the anchor of this kind of plot machination that I just kind of don't care about. And his scenes were kind of boring. And honestly, his scenes are only interesting in the sense that they're juxtaposed with something I do like in this episode, Mm -hmm. which is that Ryan Graham and Yaz are forced, as you mentioned earlier, to kind of without the doctor. Uh, but with some spy gadgets that they took last yeah, episode, I mean, he's he's needed to give them yes. the antagonist, yeah, again. the antagonist, an antagonist that they deserve, and that he's like right. scary Bond villain. Yes. But also he's human, so he's at you know at their level. M- mostly, mostly human. But again, I don't enjoy the parts where he's sort of speechifying. I, but he's necessary to give them something to do, which is tap dance with lasers or cufflink missiles or whatever. And I I thought the, those parts were great. I thought I really enjoyed the Ryan. Graham, Yaz, let's figure this out. There is yeah. that moment. I saw you said on Twitter, somebody's been watching the Curse of Fatal Death. There is that moment <laughs> where uh, in, in one moment, in, in, it's well, a es- lot. It, but especially that moment where Ryan discovers messages to Ryan from the Doctor on the plane as it's crashing, and it turns out the yeah. the way that the Doctor saves them is she goes back in time, yeah, and yeah. puts the solution but in the plane. <laughs> it's, it also has one of the the best jokes in Curse of Fatal Death, which is uh, the Master constantly gets knocked down into the extremely deep. Of the the castle thing that they're of at, it, yes, yes, and it takes. Oh God, you know the name of I it. I do. You, you are asking me questions. I do. They're, they're beam locators. I've seen that sketch a lot. <laughs> and um, yeah, and he has to spend all the years years climbing back out. And that was like, you know, the master coming in. With, that was the worst seventy seven years of my life. Yeah, yeah, because he took the slow Same path joke. through the twentieth yeah, century. I could have. I would have been like. Yeah, I'd have probably said more. It was more nicking again from from Blink, except it's it's like also still a joke. I feel like there's now we have a uh, an opportunity for an entire series of big finish audios involving the master trapped in the 20th century. Oh God, doing yeah, mischief all I was to amuse of, himself. 
Yeah, all I was thinking about is he's got to be living through his own schemes in the seventies. That's true. And like, what's he? What's he? He's got to be like popping in to like see what's going on or laughing at his own cleverness or something. You Probably. Know? It just it makes me it makes me very amused to think of that or or watching himself and like head desking and like how could I have been so stupid? Not realizing he's doing exactly the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. The um, but I the whole the the gang hides and they have that question about like well, what do we really even know about the doctor um and and I like that moment where they realize they have the spy ga- how many spy gadgets well what is it it starts with with yeah saying let's essentially it's that Princess Bride moment right which is like well what do we have among what's our list of assets what do we have and it's uh, why didn't anybody mention the you know the the shoe laser and the cufflink missiles that we could have used later and Graham has a nice moment where it's like you can't fire off a laser and an enclosed space so you think I'm an amateur <laughs> and that's all very funny and 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 I, I just I like those moments where the the team is they don't have the doctor but they're gonna work together and and you know they have their their plan where they get captured because it's actually they're they're double crossing the people who have been sent by Lenny Henry and I like I liked all of that stuff with the team even though they're working on their own without the doctor it's it, it was nice and that they're kind of offended that Noor and uh, Ada are with the doctor Yo, when they God, show up they're like have you replaced us that was another that was nice there were some great jokes in it you mm-hmm. know I really god Chindle's really trying but whatever oh, yeah yeah I, that the, very nice moments yeah. very nice moments yeah but of course the main problem I have with okay <laughs> The fanish problem, the non-serious mm-hmm. problem, that's still a really, really big problem. They blew up Gallifrey again. Those absolute people. Mm-hmm. I I remember when I was watching the, the, the End of the World, however many years ago that is now, very many years, and the horrid, sinking feeling I had when it hinted at Gallifrey being destroyed. And then when it found yeah. out, I, just, I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated it when it happened in the books, in the ancestor cell, also blew up Gallifrey. I hated it then. And then when we got it back, it was like, oh God, Moffat got my, Moffat got my wish list of stuff. Mm-hmm. One of those things is bring Gallifrey back, please. And he brought it back and they had their little capes and collars and, and skull caps and their silly politics and nonsense going on. And now to have it taken away again is just, um, I'm having a lot of negative feelings yeah, about it. Me this. too. And I, you know, I, again, you can, you can, uh, shame me for this but in the classic series i didn't love gallifrey i liked the deadly assassin but then you know they they the more they used it the less i liked right, it yeah no i'm not i'm not like the, like the invasion I mean, of time was they, they were kind oh, of the dumb the invasion of time actually gets better the more you watch it i've discovered uh, okay. it's really embarrassing but, but that's no, one of those things good. where it's like really the time lords i thought they were really powerful and great and they seem yeah, really dumb they, they were they were at the start <laughs> when they were introduced in the war games they're like yeah. these demigods right and then uh robert holmes completely rewrote them in the in deadly, deadly assassin, assassin. And uh, and and a lot of uh, fans were very angry for a very long time, and now they're not angry anymore. And I like the Deadly Assassin, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the criticism of the Time Lords is just uh, then as as they became less and less impressive. And I don't care. Okay, I love Gallifrey. I love their nonsense. I don't care if it's boring right. or looks very eighties or anything like that. I just want to do this, so- and it's it's partly because I don't want that sort of angst for the Doctor again. The Doctor for me is someone who deliberately left their home planet to go and explore the universe. Mm -hmm. They are not an exile. They are not the last son of Krypton. And to change that that 
to me is one of the is possibly the fundamental aspect of the character is they rejected this pseudo aristocratic heritage and wanted to go out in the universe and explore uh, and ended up wanting to make a difference to it instead of just sitting up and watching. And when they're not given a choice about that, it really makes me go, mm, it's mm-hmm. not proper I, kind of thing. I, I understand why Russell T. Davis did it in 2005 yes. when he brought the show back. I liked that it was like, we're not going to yeah. get into that. He has to be out on his own. We're going to introduce this character yeah. without that baggage. I it also gives- like that they brought the Stephen Moffat brought it back as kind of the Robert Holmes conception of it, too, which is it's it's decadent and corrupt. And, you know, there are good They're people there, but the people in charge are kind of terrible. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand. I may not have liked it, but it, it certainly um, was a huge part, I think, of the success of the series of giving him that um, um, tragic backstory and the the emo ness. And mm-hmm. certainly, I, I think that worked at re- the time. However much, however much I personally disliked it, <laughs> I it still really worked. It clearly yeah. worked, especially for the first season. It got a bit much for me in the second season mm. with the lonely god and last moral sure. authority, and it's like no, no, no. But I, yeah, a bit to do it again yeah that <laughs> that was honestly I, having the twist be have you been back to gallifrey it's smashed oh by the way i smashed it i just i destroyed it and there's nobody there anymore which you know the master lies there are lots of things that could have happened who knows uh, uh, my I, I think as a twist i don't mind it other than the fact that i feel like this is a twist the sh- i feel like didn't you just do this and i know it was 15 years ago now but it's like yeah. didn't we just get it back you just press the reset <laughs> button and now you've done it again I I suppose I, I did like the way the master told the doctor about it, and that he really seemed us not knowing at that point that he did it. That he seemed terribly regretful about it, and there were like tears in his eyes. So he I I don't think that he particularly enjoyed destroying it so much as he felt it was completely justified, and he was really pissed off at the time. Um, I I, I think the twist is not so much that it's been destroyed, but there's that there's something fundamental about the history of the Time Lords that we're going to find out about. And I just So this gives me the those chills of like the whether it's the Cartmel master plan or whether it's those books and the looms and things like that. I got a little sense of the like because what he says is everything we were told was a lie. We're not who we think I have have the fear. I have the fear (laughs) because I'm I'm not a Cartmel master plan-y, however much of a master plan it was or was not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, that's, that's sort of fine. Why didn't you notice the much. word master but, in master plan? Oh <laughs> my god. No. That, that is the level of how the master disguises himself. <laughs> not going to judge it. But um, that that's sort of when it when it tries to be like dark and edgy that's always where it goes with something miserable and i don't i'm genuinely terrified i'm going yeah. to hate it and be extraordinarily well, and, ticked off and while i i admire the boldness of it i i do yes. after after 60 years nearly of this i i have that moment where i say really chris chibnall you're you're going to come in and say oh uh actually the entire history of the time lords and the doctor and the master and who they are and how they work is completely different now because and like, I'm skeptical that it's going to be worth it, and I'm also skeptical that it will not be contradicted immediately upon his departure from yes, the show. Yes, I mean that's that's the beautiful thing about it. If you don't like something at Doctor Who, just and wait. You get to be in charge. You can just rewrite it. Mm-hmm. That's fine and say, oh, time, time travel, and yeah, that's that's that a cool. Thing. That was all a misunderstanding. But, it didn't really yes, happen like that. But it it does. Yeah, undoubtedly, you know, it's it's doing its job, and that it is. 
intriguing and the emotional attachment that I have to it and generally fans will have to it, that, that isn't something there for general public. I, I assume it's more, you know, just, ooh, what is it? Rather mm-hmm. than, oh God, what if they destroy my entire <laughs> lovely series kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I, I, I know it's, it's better to have ambition than to be very safe. And last series certainly felt very safe. And this series is off to a ridiculously and awesomely explosive start in, in many ways. Um, so I don't, I, yeah, I, I admire the ambition, but I'm just really scared. Yeah. I, I'm not sure every story arc needs to either be the universe in peril or everything you've ever learned about your main character is wrong but it does seem the the other question i had for you is do you, does this yeah. feel to you like the uh this is going to be a thread throughout the season or is it going to be one of those kind of lazy story arcs where it's not a thread throughout the season and then the <laughs> final don't. two-parter is also about what the they're, first two-parter was about they're mostly in, in all of you it's mostly lazy story arcs the key to time is yeah. a lazy story arc um the, uh, it's it's just you know I, I, it's not i don't think it's going to be beautifully threaded throughout the season because yeah. generally speaking it, it never is there'll be a I mean, reminder our, in episode one, one of, six where yeah, they'll say hey remember of, that thing yes, and then we won't hear about it yeah. until episode nine the um i mean we we so much so much of sanam is still like ooh bad wolf and all that arc was oh yeah was just sticking bad wolf in it was an episode, easter egg but, arc is what it was that, that, you know that works for a lot of people but that's mm-hmm. the, that's the kind of level that it's it's usually mm-hmm. at so i'm not expecting much there and i am and uh, in terms of it it being there but I feel sort of optimistic in the I based on this two part that the reveal will at least be pacey and explosive mm-hmm. and exciting, even if at the end of it it leaves me a very angry fan <laughs> who's demanding Chibnall's head on a platter and how dare he and all that delightful vanish dances obviously um I will I will engage in with, with Gust. Something but, um, uh, that James and I talked about last week yeah. is that it does it does seem that Chris Chibnall, and I don't know whether this is based on the reaction to the series or based on having gone through it one time and as as a showrunner and realizing the you know the, what he did that was that worked and what he did that didn't. I you know, I don't know the why, but mm-hmm. it feels like. There is a course correction that, you know, whether whether it's from, you know, BBC demands or audience feedback or just Chris Chibnall looking at it and going, oh, yeah, I regret that. I should have done it differently. This season does feel in these first two episodes very different in yeah. in certain ways from last season. Yeah, it, fe- it, it feels punchier and, mm-hmm. and more polished. And I think actually I remember thinking um, the woman who fell to earth actually had a kind of similar feeling in that that, that generally speaking a lot of that really really worked for me and it had a it had a tone and um i feel that i, I, do, I don't think a lot of the rest of the season really managed yeah. to, to reach that same height again james but mentioned these, um re- uh, resolution as feeling different from last li- season and more, i think it did too yeah a little bit but this again feels like feels like a jump up and i think a part of that is is maybe it's the two parters it's given mm. it gives both the companions and the doctor so much room to breathe and it really for me getting so many good scenes with the doctor and having her play off of someone uh, someone as good as as, as Sasha Dewan mm-hmm. and getting that you know seeing how she as a doctor reacts reacting in a situation that we're very familiar with from other doctors and 
it, it gave her a sense of, of, of who she is as the Doctor. Because, I mean, that's a very fanish thing to say, but, but that really was something that I enjoyed and it really worked for me because, I, you know, you, you see how, how they're different, how their dynamic is different uh, and get a stronger sense of who she is. And having that kind of, that darker and, oh, I, I hate emo, but at the same time, I think she was so good. And it like, it gives, you know, it gives, it gives depth. You're throwing her into situations mm-hmm. where you're getting here, where you're getting a much wider range of reactions. Uh, that's, that's allowing Jodie to show off a heck of a lot more with, with what she can do. And, and that. Yeah. I also feel like after a year, after having a whole series and a year um, mm-hmm. and coming back that, the show is more comfortable in directly commenting on the fact that um, that it's the first time a woman has been the lead. There, there are not that there aren't references, especially in the woman who fell to earth about it, but in mm-hmm. both of these episodes, it's mentioned in detail and sometimes just as how the doctor still. You know, like she has a line where she says, "You will tell your friends about the apparating man," and she goes, "Oh." Apparating lady. Yeah. I'm still yeah, not used to that. And I thought that's really good because you spend thousands of years as a man and then you're a woman and you have that moment of like, oh, right. And, and it, like she, she, because it's the doctor. So she forgets and then she's like, oh, yeah. And then she moves on. And, and similarly with Graham, they, they say, well, you know, he said, he said she used to be a man and he knew her back then and all that. And it's just like, just calling it up because we all know it. it it's, it's different this time. And yeah. the show, I think maybe, isn't afraid of that now in a way that maybe it was like, well, let's not, it, let's just move on. Uh, last season, yeah, it feels a, not not just that. It feels a lot less afraid of its own of its own continuity. I mean, obviously, it's bringing a major character back here, but but even just the Doctor explaining, "I'm from Gallifrey. I'm a Time Lord. I travel through time and space." Even something as simple as that was just it. It felt it felt like last season very much wanted to be a, a very hard, soft reboot in that it it was dropping away so much baggage but maybe he feels now that it dropped away too much mm. and here it's it's given back so at the end you get a dalek and then now you get the master and we yeah. know we're going to see some but, other pieces and it's like a little more comfortable and, and get not just the master but but gallifrey and, right. and a little more you get some we get some old school references we get mm-hmm. quite a few but they're the they're the lovely kind that, that used to that the moffat and rtd were so good at where if you don't know, you just, it doesn't matter. If you right. do know, it's a little delightful moment. And um, yeah, I, I guess he doesn't, I guess he feels, this is like he feels more comfortable and confident with it, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel very unsure commenting on these, on like the mind of the yeah, writing exactly. person rather than what I'm seeing that, on screen. That's sort of what I'm saying I, is I can tell that things are different. I don't know exactly why and what the impetus is. Although I would think that if you go through a year as the showrunner of Doctor Who, but you would probably get to the end and say, I learned a lot, right? Like I pr- yeah. presumably you would, you would do that. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's yeah. the story I'm here. I'm sure is. we'll get to find out in third year, fourth year. I'm sure. Time. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Um, another thing I want to mention is uh, is the Master's TARDIS. Uh, we yeah. got we got an actual sort of control panel, control console part thingy, red yeah. thingy, in the middle of the Australian outback bungalow yeah. thing that he's that was, living in. That was fun. I'm not going to be too judgy. Yeah, yeah. I was a bit like at first, was like mm, because it, it was like not you know not proper TARDISy, but then it occurred. This is slightly better, more interesting than just swapping the time rotor around for right. One. You know, it's it's um, yeah. I, I don't. I, I we really don't know like... where it got parked, though. 
that's interesting. Like we don't yeah. know, like because there were two Tardises and the Master got sucked into the the you know weird uh, whatever yeah. it is glowy. Yeah. Crass yeah. He'll, he'll, dimension. Yeah, he'll find his TARDIS. Mm-hmm. That is his way. Oh, that that was a line of dialogue that I wish we got that we didn't get is I really wanted the master to mock the doctor for finally deciding to be a woman because the master beat him to it. Oh, right. I'd like your coffee. Give me. Well, maybe that we don't. We still don't know where he is in the timeline. It's We're true. assuming this is after Missy, but um, which which actually but, is the thing that makes me the saddest because I really yeah, enjoyed that, Missy's progression really, as exactly, saying like I can be an agent yeah. of chaos without being. Evil. Yes, that's really kind of bugging me. He feels like he's at the same point as certainly in some of the scenes, the ones where it was like, "This is how to get your attention." That very much feels like a, a Missy and, and Dark Water, um, yeah. Death in Heaven, a little dark, John and, John Sim uh, vibe I got from some of those airplane scenes too, like a little sort of manic. Yeah. So it, it's it's I would like to know for certain where it fits in, but it, it's um, yeah that that. To not even to not even mention Missy and I don't I don't know I I want I want some acknowledgement there because that was the oh, the master dying by stabbing himself in the back I I you, you can't it, it, I, I don't think you can leave the master dead because it's such an it's it's like you're not going to ever kill off the Daleks mm. for real it's um but I don't know you need you need to do something it's 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 such a such a a beautiful character arc and. Just to like kind of ignore it is 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 a bit like a bit unsatisfying. Right. That, well, that's the other piece of dialogue that I would have accepted, even though it would have made me sad. Is look, I tried it your way. Look, it got me. It got me shot in the back or stabbed in the back. Uh, I'm not doing it that way anymore. Some sort sort of like, well, Missy didn't end well, and that's why I'm going back to classic yeah, here. That, but I nothing. Still feel that would be unsatisfying. I agree. But I agree. I, I don't. I, I, it's, I had, it's difficult. I was really sad that they killed Missy off, just because I always yes. liked the idea of setting them up in parallel and saying the ma- turns out now the master isn't evil but she's really bad at being good i i I really enjoyed that as a as a character approach for the master saying now the master's a little different but still will cause trouble but in a different way and it's not necessarily well-meaning but more like just kind of very bad at being the doctor and that the master turning the master into the doctor only really bad at it I don't know. I kind of loved that. But instead, it's back to the we hit the reset button there, too, which it, it, my feelings about that are a little bit like my feelings about Gallifrey, which is have we reached the point in the modern series of Doctor Who where it is now such an institution again that there is this fear of of change that leads to everything just getting reset back to the status quo at the end? Because I that isn't the status quo. Give me Gallifrey well, back. Well, that that's true. That's true. Well, we'll get there. We'll we'll have to go through another destruction of Gallifrey to get yeah, to the re- restoration of Gallifrey, and just, I don't know. I just I don't I I I'm happy to cope with any any changes. That's a lie. There's a whole list of things I would, would mm-hmm. be very upset about. But please, just give me Gallifrey back, yeah. and I'll pretend you don't upset me. I think I think the one thing that the, the main thing really that makes that that allows me to sort of uh, what's the right word head. But not head canon, but sort of ignore the fact that oh, but Missy is is just that I do like how the new master is written. I do, as you know, I may have mentioned once or twice, think Sashtawan is amazing, and um, so that kind of that makes up for a lot of it, and allows me to sort of just sort of hand wavy a mm-hmm. little bit and just go okay. Well, at the moment, I can just pretend he's earlier in the timeline. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a sort of a post post Anthony Ainley or post or, or Eric between Roberts Sim and Missy and or, or between Sim and Missy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can just do that. That's that's. There's nothing that's contradicting that for me at the moment. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just do that. Thing. Yeah. So that's that's. I, I mean, uh, so this episode. Again, like the plot parts were were just there, and I was like, okay, that okay, but um, the but all the all they the, were shiny, they yeah, and, and it looked great. The show, the show has never the the this year and last year, like the show has never looked better. It looks so good. It is so well made technically on top of everything else, and the cast is great. And I really like the master. I like the doctor's performance. I like the companion's performance. And then there's the whole, again, poor Lenny Henry. He has to hold the plot up with his own two hands. And it's that part is kind of boring, but that's okay. Uh, The rest of it was fun. He's still good. He was a very fine Bond villain. Like, Mm -hmm. I would, I would, I I think he has to be secondary now. He was the sort of, you know, the main villain in the first part. So I think that's where, I think it's okay that that's where his most impressive scenes are. And he yeah. did make a really good red herring. Like, there's no sure. way that, that that in a less a less good episode or a less ambitious episode, he wouldn't be the main villain. He also kills his mo- kills his mother cold bloodedly in this episode. Was just, oh my he goodness. just can't get enough love from mum, so he electrocutes was, her with alien yeah. electric energy or something. <laughs> was that necessary? I was pretty shocked. Yeah. Yeah, well, not as much as her. Ah, ah, uh, <laughs> Hilarious. Mm, poor R.I.P. mom in her I did like wheelchair. how she, her response was, what do I have to get up? And it was a Starkey. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm going to electrocute you now. That's what's going to happen. The aliens are going to oh. take you now. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I feel like we have covered everything inside and outside of this episode now. So thank you for being on the Doctor Who Flashcast, Liz. Thank you for inviting me on. And thank you to everyone out there for listening. We will be back next week with uh, with another episode because it, Doctor Who is back and they are going to release an episode. We have to wait a whole week for this one instead of four days. Um, and Erica Ensign, I think, is going to be joining me for that one because there's only so many people who can be on Verity at once. And I steal the rest. <laughs> I steal them. I steal them. I take them over here. We'll be back then, but until then, goodbye, everybody. Doctor Who Flashcast, only in